Hi. Okay, there we go. Perfect. And welcome to the Coffee House Theater Company Podcast. Look at us. I told you to get it by. Episode. Oh, wait, this is episode. 13. This is episode 13, but okay. She's we'll get it by. <laughs> she's gonna just stop talking now. I'm gonna stop talking now. <laughs> no, please don't. I don't wanna have to talk for like an hour by myself. I'm making you talk right now by yourself. Okay, Bye. welcome to this uh, episode. Is rehearsals. Yeah. Yeah, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say hosted by just me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hosted by. Just me, alone, by myself, me, myself, and I, alone forever, Rachel Merlin. <laughs> you can sit and listen to me record this episode without you. Okay. Hi, guys. No. Hi, guys. It's me, Rachel Whirling, me, myself, and I. <laughs> You're going to confuse the listeners. I know. We're just kidding. This is the second episode you've said you were Rachel Whirling, and you're not. You did it one other episode, too, and I said, Erin, you're going to confuse them. I did? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I keep learning new things that I've said on these podcasts that I did not realize I said. All my like, friends are dwarfs. All my friends are dwarfs. <laughs> there was dwarf drama. I don't know if that was you or me. I don't know, but it was funny. So, so today's been chaotic for us. Oh my gosh, we are a mess today, and we apologize. That's literally <laughs> us every episode starting out. <laughs> so guys, <laughs> give us money, but we are a mess. <laughs> okay, so we went to a new coffee shop today to get coffee and it's like 25 minute drive there mm-hmm. About a, it should be a 25 minute drive back and I drove so we got there and we got coffee and we were talking about you know we were going to talk about sponsorship with the owner but he wasn't there and so we had just this really unprofessional piece of paper <laughs> so we were like oh what? It was on a, uh, like, a piece of paper that you get from, like, a hotel. <laughs> so it was like, Staybridge Inn and Suites. <laughs> we were betting on the owner being there so we could just talk to him in person, but he wasn't, so. So we just looked dumb, per usual. But then we got in the car to go home, and I got us lost. Yep. And Well, okay, so she started going away one way, <laughs> and she's like, I think I'm going the right way, and I wasn't paying attention because I was trying to finish up the script. <laughs> And I was like, oh, well, she seems confident. She must know what she's doing. And then all of a sudden, she's buying McDonald's. She's like, I want a hash brown. I was like, okay. She's like, do you want a hash brown? I'm like, sure. So then we went to McDonald's, and then we got breakfast, like hardcore whole meal. And then we ate in the parking lot of McDonald's, and then we left. But we went the wrong way. Yeah. I was <laughs> so like, it took I- us 32 minutes to drive home. Um. It took us over 32, didn't it? Because, like, it was a two-hour trip almost, and it should have only been about an hour. From that point where you started turning around, like, the Salina mm-hmm. point, it was, it said 32 minutes. Oh. Well, the trip But somehow, we went to McDonald's for Yeah, that's it. true. It was supposed to be, like, an hour trip, and it took us two hours, so. Yep. Go us. We're smart. I have that's zero fun. sense of direction. Anybody who knows me in person will attest to that. I am directionally challenged, but it turns out Rachel is much worse than me, so... <laughs> I was super confident that I was going the right way. Like, I was like, oh, this is the same oh, way I, I came back. You were like, oh, I know, I'm confident. And I was like, okay, I mean, you seem like it. Okay, but then we got to this McDonald's, and I'm like, I don't recognize this McDonald's, but let's just stop here. <laughs> like, maybe there's a second McDonald's in this town that I didn't know about. I mean, probably. So that's, actually, that's how I, because, you know, the McDonald's is in the middle of the town we were we went to. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I didn't know this McDonald's exists. Maybe it's just a second one that I didn't know about. But it was not. I don't actually know where that McDonald's was. We don't either. know a lot of things. 
<laughs> Just saying. So, but we got our, we. It's all good because we got our coffee and we turned in our really crappy, unprofessional piece of paper uh, into one of the workers and. We're thriving. He's gonna look at this paper, the owner of the coffee shop, and be like, uh... There's a, it's a note from me. They wrote it on a piece of paper. This is Staybridge Inn and Sweets. It's from when we went to Michigan. Did you steal the paper? My mom did. She always does that at hotels. Oh, Diane. Oh, Madre. So, I feel, okay, I'm gonna make myself relax. Because now we're filming, and so we can... We're not filming. We got called out for I that mean, today. we're recording! We are not filming. I said recording. Yeah, we had Ray Cooney, who <laughs> we've talked about, messaged us today, and we... You girls are a mess. You're not filming. You're recording. And I was like, look, here. I don't need this... Listen here, buddy! I don't need this negative energy in my <laughs> life. Just let us live our life. Yes, so during this recording session... <clears throat> recording, recording. Hear that, this right? Re recording. Recording session. I am going to relax and stop being so chaotic. Yeah, good luck with that. Yep. I'm not going to promise that. I've this I whole morning I've been ding 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 ding. She has. What did you say when we were at McDonald's? Oh, <laughs> when we were writing the paper, like to give to that guy at the coffee house, she was like, I'm going to write your phone number down, okay? <laughs> and I'm, you know, a normal Gen Z person who doesn't like talking on the phone. So when we were at McDonald's, I was like, yeah, I kind of hope this guy just emails us and not calls us because I don't like talking on the phone. Like, I'm, I don't want to talk on the phone. And Aaron goes, yeah, me neither. And I went, you don't have to. You put my number down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't have to. I was like, cool. <laughs> like, I, I can talk on the phone. I just always Same. feel super I just, awkward. I'd rather not. And you're better at that stuff. I am. I have to think. I'm way better at like writing stuff down. Like if I'm gonna say something professionally, I would prefer to write it because I'm way better at that. Well, when I talk in person, my mind is so unfocused that I'm just like, <laughs> I can focus my mind sometimes. Sometimes, yep. So I have to be in the right mind frame that I can focus my mind. Yeah, I have to be prepared. It's my superpower. I can take my chaotic mind and focus it. That's. That's a stupid superpower. Um, like, it's more I, than you can do. I can fly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But if, but that'll do it. Go, go jump off the roof right now. Go fly. <laughs> Show me. Oh wow! I just did it. I'd rather fly than <laughs> make my chaotic mind focus. At least mine's a real superpower. Yours is pretend. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I can count to ten. <laughs> I don't think of something later, okay? And it's going to be a better superpower. Superpowers are dumb. <laughs> Anyways. Erin, she doesn't get her way. Well, you know what? It's just well, dumb. You know, I, always go, I always just go, you know what? And then everyone's like, what? Like, they're always like, what is she going to What? Like, what do, what do we not know? And then I never say. I go, you know what? And they're like, what, Erin? She I'm never like, finishes I'm like, the what? Fall. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah. That's my passive aggressiveness. Peeping out. <laughs> anyway. So what kind of coffee do you have? I have a mocha over ice. Oh. And, and you said it was amazing, right? It's very, very good. This is, like, amazing. Like, life-changing? or yeah, It kind of is life-changing. It's really awesome. good. And there's whipped cream on it, too. So, wow. She was like, hey, do you want whipped cream? And I was like, uh, yeah. Like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's not as good as no, 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 no. You're correct, it's not. 
And what did you get? Uh, Rachel is really just hating on me today because I got an I oh I forgot about that sound. That's the sound of our basement makes. Oh yeah, we have a new recording spot. Yeah, we moved from the middle of my house to Aaron's basement. <laughs> so the thing with my basement is every once in a while this random sound just goes. Oh, and, and <laughs> so they can probably 100% hear it. They probably can. I'm sorry. Hopefully we're louder than that. We are louder. Anyway, so, back to coffee. I have my iced vanilla latte, and I know Rachel's going to give me crap because it's unoriginal and what I always do, but I love this uh, I love this coffee shop, and I... Oh, there it stopped. I love the vanilla iced uh, lattes there, so I had to. But the thing here, Aaron, is we agreed that we were going to be branching out and not getting what we normally get. And here you are on episode 13, already back to your normal. I have a very rough life, Rachel. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I've been through? On? <laughs> We've been together every day for I know. Like two weeks now. <laughs> I think a- I know what you're going through. Yeah, you do. Anyways, <laughs> I just, I had to, Okay. I apologize to our listeners for being a terrible human. False advertising. For false advertising. (laughs) I, on the other hand, am still mixing it up, so I'm sticking to what I agreed to originally. (laughs) And Aaron's over here like, "Mm, I just gotta get my normal coffee. Sorry, I can't. I just have to. Well, if you wanted to know, my coffee's really good. Well, I'm glad it's good, but of course it was going to be good because it's your favorite coffee that you always get. Yep. I'm tired of being called out today. Literally everyone's been calling me out all day. Who else have you seen? We've been together since 9.30 this morning. My parents. (laughs) Uh, Ray Cooney. Ray Cooney did call us out. And it's only 11.39. So, you called me out like 20 times today. I did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. (laughs) Even though you got us lost, so. Boom! I got us lost, but confidently. Oh, God. Yes, that's that's her excuse. That's well, excuse. if normally when I ever I'm in like an unfamiliar place, I freak out if I don't have my GPS. And today I didn't freak out, and I thought I knew what I was doing. So confident. <laughs> <laughs> Let the noise turn back on if Beautiful you can hear sound, it. Sound effects. But yes. Sound effects by Aaron Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should include that in bonus episodes. <laughs> yes, if you become a patron, me trying to do uh, accents. If you become a patron, you get exclusive accents, access to Aaron doing accents and sound effects. Yeah! <laughs> okay. Are you ready, Rachel? I suppose. I suppose. Okay. Well, so we're talking about rehearsals today. Part one. We broke Part one. into two sections. Because there's kind of a lot to rehearsals. And we, ha- we have a disclaimer, though. A lot of the things we're sa- we are going to be talking about and saying is... It's things we have learned from directors and know that they don't like. So we'll be talking about how, like, the rehearsals run, but we're also going to be doing some don't do this and don't do that. Yeah, because directors are really busy, and they can't always give you individual attention every second of every day. So Yeah, so we're going to help you know what to do so your director doesn't hate you by the end of the show. Yes. Don't be a broom guy. Except the directors always hate me at Jay County. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, they do. Slacker. Hmm. Do you, you think they like you? They tell me that all the time. They're like, nah. You're just, you're okay. 
I you're guess. okay. Yeah, yeah, I would say that too. If I had to describe you in two words, I'd say you're, you're okay. okay. So, yeah, I can feel much. the love, the love vibrating, the the vibes in the room. Okay, so our part one is going to be more based on staging and blocking. Yes. So the more like fancy stuff. Not music. Because later on, why I do this? She's she's got some clip clop going on. With I got her some hands hand here. motions. Oh gosh. Okay. I don't. No one can see you. I know. I but it's my. I always talk with my hands. You do talk with your hands. A I'm lot. like, but it ain't all. Like I'm like dancing every time I talk. So hmm. it's interpretive talking. Yes. Instead of interpretive dance. So Rachel, do you want to start with your? Sure. Expertise tip. <laughs> okay, so first thing when you start rehearsal is going to be the read-through, which I always think is a lot of fun. Um, the read-through is where you all come in, you normally sit, the whole cast does, and you literally just read through the script. It's nothing fancy. You're not, I mean, you're acting, but like, not technically yet. You're just trying to get a feel for your yeah. character and the storyline. everyone else is doing too, if they're... Yeah. Speak their lines. So some tips for this are it is okay, like if you're if you're having to do a character voice, it's okay if it's not formed yet. When I played Jinji um, in Shrek, my character voice that I did at the read-through was 100% different than it was by the final performance. And that just came from character building that you will normally do throughout the process. So character voice, it's okay if it's not developed yet. Use the read-through time to get acquainted with people, because these are going to be your family for the next few months, and so it's good to get a or little your enemies. Well, yeah, but <laughs> hopefully not your enemies. They'll be they're your enemies. Families. Fremenies. 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 Not frenemies, because like they're technically your family. Your okay. show family. So fra fam families. Fremenies. Fram. There's, it's not family. <laughs> Fred. Why are you giving me R? No, because it's friends, family, and enemies all together. Families. It's simple equation, Rachel. <laughs> okay, anyway, regardless, they're going to be whatever Aaron said. You're going to be around them a lot. So, so get to know them just a little bit. Obviously, you don't have to be best friends by the end of the read-through, but like introduce yourself, make yourself known. Hi, I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Okay, anyway. <laughs> when you're reading, it don't question lines or stumble around. Like, it's all right. It's okay. If you mess something up, it's okay. Don't read something like... It'd be like that sometimes. Like, I know sometimes when you don't know how to deliver a line, you, like, will do it, and it'll sometimes end in a question. So try not to do that, because it's okay if you're not delivering it right. It's the read-through for a reason. Yes, 100% agree. It's not going to be perfect. Everyone understands. It's not going to. And the director understands, too. Yes. yes. Everybody understands. Um, next thing. Well, still on read-through. Yeah, but next thing of oh. the read-through. Okay. Uh, you won't... Okay, so sometimes, usually you get your script before the read-through, especially if you have a bigger part, so that way you can kind of look at them beforehand so you're not just like blind read into most of it but sometimes you might not because that's what happened with Greece 
when we were in Greece, we literally got there. It's not like it mattered for us because we were course, chorus members. And baked potatoes. We were chorus members and baked potatoes. And but all the people with bigger roles had never looked at their lines, so they just got their script then and had to uh, kind of just read it right off the bat. So, but if you do get your script beforehand, like you definitely want to take the time to at least read through it once, like all of your lines. So that way you don't sound maybe like a complete idiot. Yeah. But that's just something I tell myself because I know I need that. <laughs> or else I will sound like a complete idiot. <laughs> yeah. I also get, this is so dumb because I'm on stage obviously, but I get like read through anxiety. Oh, I get, I get way more anxious for like the read through the than, read -through than I do for like yeah. doing the lines on stage. Especially when you have a big role because that is everybody's first impression of you. And you know, like. And they're judging you. They want to see if you're good enough. You know, like we talked about in one of the other episodes when you have like a lead, there's gonna be people who think they could always do it better. And so yes. then there's always that Tension. expectation and trying to like do your best at the read through, even though it doesn't yes. have to be your best yet. Yeah. So it's, read through anxiety is a real thing. And it mainly just means I sit there like sweating, like kind of like my, my butterflies in my stomach for like two hours or one hour and a half, whatever, how long it is. And that's basically what a read through is like for me. So that's wonderful. Mm, yep. It used to not be that way when we were baked potatoes. Yeah, because we didn't have to do anything in that read-through. We were just all sitting there like, we're baked potatoes, why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> Except we weren't baked potatoes at that point we yet. We weren't yet, but the we future. Were, we were soon to be baked potatoes. <laughs> uh, uh, um, what comes next? So, the read-through is pretty simple, and it doesn't really, I mean, it's just one day, and then you start really getting down into business. I knew you were going to do that. I okay. have no doubt in my mind. Ha 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 Okay, so this normally is, like, I don't know if all directors do this, but I've been in a couple shows where they'll start, like, putting you in groups of people who you may be in a lot of scenes with, so that way you can start practicing them with, like, those lines with them. So, like, in Oklahoma, I was with Alex... A lot because he was Will, I was Edo Annie, so we'd have to go through lines a lot together. And then we would throw Liam. Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say his name. I didn't ask for permission. Well, well, the guy who <laughs> crap. <laughs> well, somebody. Anyways, <laughs> then we would add him to the group, and then we'd start doing that. And then the guy who played my dad. So, and then you would run through it with like that. Yeah. I'm very smooth. I did not realize it until I said it, and I was like. Oh, I did not ask. I've already had to cut out certain parts of the past ones because you say names that you're not supposed to. I know. We may just leave that in. Yeah, it's fine. I, we didn't say anything bad. No. I was just saying we read with him. I'm sorry. She's a mess. Um, We're going to have to put like a sign on our scripts that says no names. Yes. For me. For you. I'm fine. I don't say any names that I'm you not supposed to. You read the next one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> I am really calling you out today. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. I'm Mateo's my best friend. <gasps> I'm just kidding. Okay, cool. But he's my best dog friend. <laughs> Isn't he such a good god dog? Good good god dog? <laughs> god. Oh yeah, he is my god dog. I was yes. really confused what you were saying for he's a second. God yes, dog. he is my god dog. He's a great god dog. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to business. Go, so Don't say that. You know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, stop. 
<laughs> we are such a mess. I'm sleep deprived. I didn't go to bed till 3 a.m. Stop humming that. Okay. We are never going to get through this episode. We are getting through this episode. Okay, your turn. Okay, back to back to the script. Yes. Um, next part is going through lines with some other groups. It's more individual work. Um, so like normally at I, I guess it depends. Like there have been some times when this is where the the director comes in and starts giving us directions but sometimes it's just like reading through again without the director and then if you're not with the director sometimes you can like just try to block it the best you can which I feel like it's important we should probably do the definition of blocking because I didn't know what that was until I got to J County because we just never used that terminology yes that's true blocking is when the director tells you what to do yeah basically like where you stand like, if, if you were actually acting it out, rather than just reading the words off the page, it's, like, more of the movement, where you'll be at, and at what time, yeah. and all of that. All that jazz. That's probably common knowledge, but at least for me, I never heard any of that terminology yeah. until I got to And we did it so many times, we just didn't know that was the term for it. Yeah, <laughs> we did it all the time, just nobody ever said, okay, we're going to block stuff until then. Yeah, and that's when you get more individual feedback, for sure. It is. So, it's, anyway, more individual, smaller groups. Like I said, you can try blocking. It's a lot of experimenting. This is also the time that you want to get to know the person that you're in the scene with, especially if they are playing a love interest. Because, yeah. obviously, it can be hard to act like you're in love with somebody when you you're not. You don't know them. Or you don't know them. don't love them. <laughs> don't anything. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, I mean, that's where act... I mean, it's... A lot of expectations. It's called acting for a reason. Yes. So. But it can be hard to get into that mindset. Can. And you... Aaron wrote this next point down, so you can read it. Because you thought it was really funny. Oh. <laughs> Be ready to get uncomfortable. Because Rachel said, when you're going through this, you might have to be... I mean, this is acting in general. A lot of times you're going to have to do things that are really uncomfortable. Maybe not uncomfortable, but out of your comfort zone. And even, even if you're not playing like an extremely crazy character, it's still tough. Because you're really putting yourself out there in every role that you do. Yeah. So, be prepared for that. And even today, I it takes me a while because I remember when I was, you know, Annie, and I had to act so promiscuous. It was very hard for me because I was like, "That's not me." But mm -hmm. then I had to remind myself that okay, it's fine because you're acting, you're this character. Some of these things are going to be out of your comfort zone, but just go after it. And for me, I was a sophomore in high school when I was in Oklahoma, and I had my first kiss as a stage kiss. So. It's, wow. I know, and it was it. a low-key makeout scene on stage, so like, obviously that's not something I'm super comfortable with, but yeah. <laughs> I just kind of had to get over that fear. Oh, did of, we ever talk about, like, are we ever going to talk about kissing scenes? We can eventually, we'll okay. it at some point, because that's, it's a huge, thing. that's a whole nother story. Especially if you're shy, believe it or not, I'm actually a very shy person. She is, in real life. She is, and people think that she hates everybody. Yep, because my <laughs> intimidating face, but... And she's quiet, so... Yeah. She's not, she's a really I'm nice not really, person. I'm not really quiet. Thanks. Oh my god, you didn't say anything mean about me in that one sentence. I figured I should be nice for a little yes. while, at least. Okay, she's so... She's a very nice person. But thank no, you. that was, like, obviously not something I was comfortable with, because first of all, I had never kissed anybody before, so I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And then second of all, <laughs> it was in front of, like, an audience full of people every night. <laughs> Mood. 
So like, it was awkward, but when, you know. Like, when your parents come and you're like. When my parents are out there <laughs> watching me make out on stage. It's the worst. <laughs> my parents had to come to every night of Newsies. The funniest thing, though, is from what I understand, the person who was most uncomfortable with watching that scene for me was Brianna's fiance. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Why? Well, I always joke that they're my parents because... Oh, Yeah, I, I have get that it. joke because, you know, they're obviously a lot older than me, and he's given me some, like, advice in the past, and so, like, I would always be like, oh, yeah, mom and dad, because I would always third wheel with them. Like, <laughs> I went to King's Island with them at one point, so, like, I, I third wheel all the time, so I just joke that they're my parents. But Brianna was saying that, like, I don't know if I've mentioned Brianna. She's... She's the one who made our website. Yeah. Oh, we have mentioned her. Yeah. Okay. So, he, she told me that after the show, he leaned over and he was like, didn't you just feel awkward watching that? I mean, it's Rachel and she's on stage making out with someone. And I'm like, that's literally how a dad should react with my yeah. dad. My dad was just like, meh. Oh, really? My dad, I think my dad was the one who was the most uncomfortable with it. <laughs> I bet you my mom was smiling in the audience, so all funny. giddy. There were some people that were like, oh, that. that's so cute. Like, they're finally together. And then you have some people who are like, I know you as a person. This is so awkward. Yeah, supposedly my dad, every time a kissing scene would come up, because so one of my parents' friends' kids told me this after the show. They're like, I looked over at your dad during the scenes. And you could always see him just, like, look down <laughs> because he looked kind of uncomfortable. And I was like, I, out of everyone, it was probably weirdest for my dad to see. I don't know why. That's but. so funny. My dad... I don't actually, he doesn't really talk about it, so I just assumed he was, like, chill with it, because he never said anything about it, and he never said anything to my mom about it, so, I don't know, <laughs> but yes, anyway, the whole my point- My dad is also really shy, like me, yeah. too, so he's probably like, <laughs> On yes. stage, people, PDA, so the whole point is- <laughs> You're gonna do stuff, Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. it was not comfortable, but you have to but do it anyway. But you sign up for- You do. When you audition a lot of times. And the other thing is, you eventually will get so into character that it's- It doesn't even seem like you're- at least for me, it always felt like, because before the show, I'd be, like, dreading it, because I'm in the mindset of myself, and I'd be like, oh, I have to do that later, but then you start building up to it, doing the scenes, then you're in the mind of your character, and you think of it more like that. Yep. So that's why I didn't feel, it didn't really feel unnatural for me, because with everything that was developing with those characters, it made sense at that time. Exactly. And obviously, when we were, like, practicing it, it was awkward. Oh, yeah. Gosh. But uh, that was... It's not fun. That is a story. That is the worst (laughs) That's the practice beforehand. But, like, anyway, by the time it actually comes up, then... It's fine. You're in the moment. But just having to practice it and just, okay, do it now. It's like... Um, yeah. When the director's like, okay, kiss. Now kiss. You just have to practice. It's like when kissing. you're a little kid with your little toys. Okay, now kiss. Yes. <laughs> your, your Barbie and Ken, kiss. Dire- Marriage. Directors are real life Barbie players. What? <laughs> <laughs> they can just tell these people what to do and they have to do it just like you do with your little Barbies. <laughs> that is just the weirdest analogy I've ever heard. But, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, no. <laughs> now, we just said to get ready to get uncomfortable. And Rachel, just, <laughs> if you were prepared, then now you're all good. Because... <laughs> <sighs> Next one. Uh, so this is more into the blocking, which we talked about what that means. But... What I was going to say is sometimes with the blocking, it's very experimental. And just because they tell you to do something one way the first time does not mean they're going to keep that. Usually, they don't. It's normally a lot of little changes here and there. Uh, And a lot of times, if something feels awkward to you, 
just like politely say something to them and ask because that happened to me one time and I had to do this really awkward like where I walked out onto the stage it just did not make sense and it felt really weird for me and I just like asked them and they were like oh sure you can try that and then right after that they're like oh yeah totally that's fine and so a lot of times they just don't realize those things because they're focusing on the whole big picture and they're also thinking about the people backstage and the other characters and what stupid thing Jimmy is talking about with his drama and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy. A lot oh, Jimmy. I feel like good directors and assistant directors are going to be willing to listen to input from other people. Yes. They're not going to go in with a I know everything mind frame. They're going to be willing to listen and maybe make changes. Obviously sometimes they may tell you no, but that's because what you could be asking could yeah. be ridiculous and they know it's not going to work. But I, most of the time I agree. most it's of the good time directors like, go ahead and try do it. that. Because they also know that you're the person that's been studying this character. You would know what would be most natural, normal, because you're the one that's always in that mind frame. Exactly. So a lot of times they're they're open. Good directors are open to that. <sighs> okay, blocking is also not normally on stage, which I think we did talk about a little yeah. bit. That's that's staging. <laughs> that's when you go on the stage. And staging is going on the stage. Um, I know at least for most of the shows that I've been in, I think all of them have been this way. Blocking is done in like a room. A random room. Yeah. And it's like you and your Or the hallway or or some random... Yeah, it's... Blocking is in random spots. Yes. So, and it's fine. You don't really always, you know... Because a lot of times, even going on the stage, you end up putting different props or, uh, like, all different kinds of, like, tables, furniture, and what you originally maybe planned ends up getting changed anyways. So, you got to be very flexible with that, Yes. There he is. Um, um, um. Oh, you can talk about this one because uh, you were a student director. Yeah. Okay, so staging. When things start to get on the stage, this is when directors really begin to just focus on the big picture, not so much all the minor details. And at this point, they do not want to be bothered with small details by anybody in the cast. So mm-hmm. I know during Newsies, our director would say... He, he made an announcement with the whole cast, and he's like, okay, if you have issues, if you have issues about this, 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 or this, you're going to go to Rachel. If you have issues with this, 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 or this, you're going to go to this person. This, 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 you're going to this person. Yeah. Do not come to me unless it is an emergency. And although that sounds kind of rough, when, yeah. you, when you're but. backstage and you're seeing the other side of it, you have people coming up to the director when they're trying to focus on something big going, um, I can't find my prop, or do you know when my costume's going to be ready? Or it's just like I'm not sure where I put my script, and it's like that kind of stuff. The director just cannot be bothered with yeah. it because in order to make the show go well, they need to be able to stay focused on what they're doing. Yes, and exactly. so I know like it'd be like, oh, if you have a question on costumes, you need to go to this person. Do not come to me with a question about costumes. Because a lot of people are coming up to our director of newsies and being like, I can't make it this day, like, or I'm having a conflict yeah. with the schedule, and he's like. That's why you had to make that announcement, because that was something Rachel was in charge with. So I if did. you had that problem... I actually forgot about that until you mentioned that. I could not think of what I was in charge of. I was in charge of scheduling, so I would have all Which these... was a pain, probably. It was... Oh. I'd... Jason's comment, he was the director of Newsies. His, he made some sort of comment along the lines of, Okay, Rachel, you're a big girl. You get to deal with this. You get to deal with all this fun stuff now. And it was not fun, because I'd be sitting there, and I'd have like a line of people being like, I can't make it to this day, or this day, or this day. And then I had to make the call on whether... 
it was a good excuse or not, which was also kind of nerve-wracking because... Yeah, because then you kind of have to be mean sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes you have to be like, okay, you have... You want to go out with your friends? No. That's that's a big no. That's not a valid reason to miss practice. Yes. Sorry. And then there's... I, like, never missed practice. Mm -mm. Because I was scared of making the directors mad. So I'd have track meets, and I'd leave my track meets early so I could go to practice. Yes, you did. (laughs) But then I was afraid I was making my track coaches mad, but... It all ended up being it's okay. It's so funny, though, because I was so intimidated by Jason and Ray when I first met them. And now... No. Now it's... Nah. They're, <laughs> they're fine. They I They all good. They, they were very intimidating, and obviously they were... Jason was the director of Newsies, and he was the one who scared me the most when I was, did my first show, just because he has a beard. Yeah. I'd like, say he, oh, so he kind of scared me, but I figured... I mean, I was like, people are scared of my face, so I'm not going to judge. He's a big teddy bear, though, but, like, I get being afraid to, like, mispractice because it's, like, I don't want to make him mad because he's going to yell at me. Well, there was already a lot of people who were, like, oh, I can't make this anymore, and suddenly things were all, like, it's, like, a lot of things were not working out at and the time, so, so I was so stressful upset. if you can't make practice. Like, you may think you being gone is not a big deal, but it is. Even if yeah. you're just coarse, it's a big deal because then, especially when you're learning a dance, things get all off, and just... Try your best not to mispractice. Yeah. Like, I don't think people realize. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's like, if you made a commitment, you, like, you did make a commitment to this show. Don't take it with a grain of salt. Like, it's important. See, senorita. Okay. Next thing. Um, oh, so when you're staging, at that point, there might be some more, like, set pieces and props on stage. So that's something you're going to have to work around. You need to be more aware of your surroundings, kind of. Or you may not have as much space as you originally thought. So mm-hmm. you got to be prepared to kind of work around that and experiment with new things. So, Same with costumes. Yes! <laughs> um, yeah, you always have to have your costume in mind when you're staging because... Well, if you don't, you're going to end up like me, face planning the first time you put your costume on. Um, you're always face planning, though. I am always face planning. <laughs> but this was, like, the worst face plan I've ever done. Really? Like, normally I just trip and but fall. But this was actually, like, boom. Yeah, this was, oh like, my. I literally tried to walk and tripped <laughs> over my dress completely and just went down instantly. And I just, mm-hmm. So we talked about that in one of the other episodes that during our story episode of that happening. Yeah. So... If I had just kept my costume in mind, I probably would have realized that it was long when I was sitting, and I was probably sitting, I was like, I was probably like, had my feet on it, but I wasn't thinking about costumes, and I was just doing everything that I had practiced. So, yeah, it changed. So just keep your costumes in mind so you don't face yeah. and embarrass yourself. I had an issue with this because I had like this the long dress on for Oklahoma, and me and Alex were supposed to do the Oklahoma Hello, and... We, what we originally planned was not going to work because if we did it, because um, I had to like straddle him kind of and then spin and with that dress, it was going to rip. So we had to uh, scratch that out and uh, come up with something different. So I don't think I had any other really like costume problems. I was very worried for Newsies that my skirts would be too long and I'd step and trip. So... I, I was, like, the one day before everyone else started wearing their costumes, I'm like, can I please wear the skirt? Because I want to make sure that the skirt fits. And I hope I just don't want to have problems with it. So. Yes. And also, you get so much more in your character when you're wearing your costume. It's like, pew. Yeah, things just click into place. I yes. know the minute I put on, 
my Anna costume, I was like, I am no longer Rachel. Who is she? I am a princess. I am a clumsy princess. I am a clumsy princess, which works for you. <laughs> oh, this is something that I don't think... I've, I've had issues with, like, castmates do, not doing the... Or, you know what I'm saying for this next one. Wait, did you skip over stuff? Did we do no. going off? Oh, you. Okay, I see. We're doing going off the book, correct? Where are you? Right there. Oh, you went. You skipped. I did costumes because I think you put that in the wrong spot. I think you meant to put it under that. Oh, well, whatever. Mm -hmm. I did. I skipped over mm -hmm. some stuff because. Oh, but yes, I did have problems with this too. <laughs> um, okay, so. Um. Well, we talked about memorizing, and that's in, like, other episodes. Mainly just get your crap down. Yeah, we're um, not going to dwell on that yeah. because it doesn't take long. Um, but when you actually decide, okay, I'm going off my book, because there's normally a day where the director's like, okay, oh, next Wednesday, everyone's off book, so you can't have your books on stage, and you have to do that. But a lot of people try to get off of it beforehand. Some people kind of slack on that aspect. But if you're going to go off book, make sure that you have most of the lines correct and down for sure, rather than just guessing. Paraphrasing is bad. We've talked about this so many times because it's so important. Do not paraphrase. Paraphrasing is evil. Do you want to give your example? <sighs> yes. So, <sighs> so when I was in a show, I'm not going to say which show, but... I was having, I, I memorized all the lines because I'm a person who I'm like, if I don't get these lines down right, I'm going to look really bad and the directors are going to get mad at me and everyone's going to hate me and I'm just very dramatic like <laughs> Anxiety. that. Anxiety. Anxiety. So I, I, that happened and so I would make my lines perfect. But then when I would go on stage to practice, when I would uh, do scenes with certain like different people, it was mainly the same people that you could tell who was paraphrasing, who wasn't. They would say the wrong word, and then I'd get confused because I was like, that's not in the script. Mm -hmm. And like I said, that happens sometimes. You don't know, and you just have to improvise. But I was so like, I have to do these all right. And then I would just get very anxious in that moment and just blank out. Well, specifically, there was one person that you did a show with that knew the show very, very well going into it. And so yeah. they went off book by like the end of the week. Because they had the show memorized, but not, but it was paraphrased. They, they like, paraphrased. They paraphrased almost everything, yeah. and yeah. And I, I'm a very on the book person. It messed with Aaron a lot because this was somebody that Aaron had a lot of scenes with, so it messed with her a lot. Yeah, it messed with because especially with, I had a lot of focus issues at that time period for just like personal reasons. I just did. And I, I always do. And when stuff like that happens, I just blink and I get very freaked out in the moment. So, and as part of that, it's probably just like me, my fault. But also, but. I would have been frustrated as well because I get that this, like, you want to show that you know what you're doing and you can be off book fast. Yeah. But you have to. Then I felt like I was looking like I didn't have anything down. Especially everyone kept saying that this person, wow, they got him down so fast. And I'm like, I also have him down. But anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So, so yes, just, I, I don't go off books so early just because you think that you 
need to make an impression if you're not 100% sure. Yeah, because then they're, they're also going to notice if you're paraphrasing and they will probably catch, catch on that you're like messing with up, you're messing up other people. And because... then you're going to get a note that says, go over your lines again. And then that's always embarrassing when you get a note that says, make sure you go over your lines because it's then you're leaving the wrong impression with them. Yes. So that was just a lot of trauma there. And because I remember I started getting really mad at myself because I'm like, Aaron, why don't you have these down? But then I was like, wait, I do have these down. I had to talk. We had a lot of talks about that. Yeah. So sorry to my directors that I probably looked freaked out not. all the time. You did not. They probably didn't notice. No. Not probably not Nobody really. Nobody noticed. So you were just. But still, it was, it was, a, it was a lot to deal with. It was. So anyway, don't you can hear you can hear about the anxiety that she had dealing with somebody <laughs> who paraphrased. Discussing my past trauma. Don't do this to other people. Don't make people feel the way Aaron felt. Thank you, Rachel. You're being nice to me now. Mm. Best friends. <laughs> oh, I'm back to being your best friend yeah. again, am I? <laughs> uh, and this this next thing kind of goes along with the paraphrasing, but Especially when it gets close to the show, but this is something we recommend getting used to in general, is if you're doing a scene, and, and this is the time when you're off book, and you mess something up, don't just always start laughing and be like, oh, lol, I messed up, so funny. You have to go with it. Just go with it, because they don't have time to waste for every time that someone messes up to just like, ha And the funny. thing is, if you mess up on stage, you can't do that. And so doing it during rehearsals is getting yeah, you in the wrong Yeah, doing habit. it during the actual show. If you mess up, you can't just be like, hello, sorry, everyone, break the fourth wall, and be like, I, I just messed, messed up. up. <laughs> like, but you can't do that. And also, even if you know you're not going to do that, do that during the actual performance, doing that during rehearsals can sometimes mess with your mental state. And so it has a, rea like a reaction where, like, if you're doing that during rehearsals when it comes to the actual performance if you mess up you can see like the break like yes. you will still break character even if you don't laugh and say i messed up like you will still break character and the audience can see it too yeah it is very clear when someone breaks character without yes meaning to and obviously accidents happen like and they can also annoy other castmates when they're like come on yeah you did this yesterday like you literally keep messing this up either go over it or figure out how to go on without messing up it's so frustrating it is frustrating especially <laughs> when it gets close to oh or you start laughing and it's just like just don't start laughing if you mess up if you're in the and sometimes that does happen like when well someone came whoever was playing hannah newsies and was like Jack or Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan is here. She like, did that in the rehearsal, okay. and everyone just started laughing. And like you know? when Brandon said Elna, like yeah. there's just there's some stuff that it's okay, but like there's a difference between like a mess up that's like a mess up with wordplay and makes it funny, and then just like messing up because you don't know your stuff. Yeah, there's a difference. And constantly like, ha ah, ha ha, like shut up. <laughs> that was a gross. No, okay. there, but like I mean, there have been some times where people have messed up, and then everybody just starts laughing, and it takes a while to like contain yourself. But if you're the only one laughing you're probably doing something wrong <laughs> i remember because like that was a big thing with uh newsies when we were getting really close to the shows the director's like guys if you break if something happens you break character just try to keep going with it like just don't stop and like make a big deal about it and so i was like i can't do that i cannot mess up so <laughs> of it's... course and but no this is funny i don't know if you noticed this one night but during one of the scenes i'm supposed to be like 
oh, the janitor works here and he gave me the keys or something like that. But it, it's obviously only me talking to Jack. Like, no, nothing else is happening at the time. And I'm supposed to walk off stage and turn on the lights. And he, so he says something to me and I was just like, and I just looked at him and very confidently said, I don't know the next line. And I turned off, turned on the light, and no one even noticed. Was this during the actual show? No, it was like the day before, like two <laughs> days before. You know what? I do remember that. I was like, I do not know the next line. And then I turned off, turned on the light, came back. And like, I think only the people on stage maybe noticed, but really not very many people I do did. remember hearing that because I remember Jason started laughing. So I was like, something, something, something. It was just like not. And like, the thing is, you obviously don't want to do that during an actual performance, but. It's better than just being like, uh, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, then that would have been really annoying. Yeah. But Aaron was able to move on and, and keep and going. Then, yeah, and then the, the rest of the scene was just, it kept moving forward. It didn't stop anyone. And so. given a lot of times during Tech Week, you're going to have a show that, like, absolutely crashes and burns, which I think happens every Tech Week, <laughs> which is a good yeah. thing in a way because that's, like, getting your nerves out. And it's like, okay, we're crashing and burning, but this is... We're getting that out of the way. So, like, it's not going to happen yeah. during an actual performance. So, that was a fun time. <laughs> yeah. And, like, so, like I said, breaking on stage during an actual performance is a really big deal. But, obviously, sometimes, sometimes things gonna happen. Sometimes it's going to happen. There are going to be times. Just trying to do your best to adapt. There are going to be times when things happen. Adapt! I know, especially with people who have a line that they can, like, take some liberties with. Because sometimes there are going to be lines in a script where you can change it up and you can do some liberties to make it funny. Yeah. And lib. Ad lib. So you have to... So sometimes it may actually just get you, but you need to do your best to keep your straight face. And you yeah. may smirk a little bit, but you cannot bust out laughing or anything like that. Like, yeah. you need to just do your best. Just try to do your best and try to be professional. And that's the main... It can be hard, but... main, uh... Uh... Thing we're trying to say. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And also... <sighs> Try to get your lines and stuff down as soon as you can because you don't want to be the last person who's finally getting their lines memorized because then you just, like, nobody wants to be that person. And, Rachel, you said when you were in Frozen, you were also in another show at the same time. <laughs> that was chaotic. And even though all that was going on, plus other things in your life, you the directors noticed that you had your or your lines down before almost everyone else, right? Mm -hmm. And that, like, that speaks so much about you. And the, if you continue to do shows with that company, like, that might be a reason they'll choose you for a role over someone else because yeah. they know that you're always prepared and more hardworking. Mm -hmm. So, very important. Yes. Uh, well, uh, you want to do the next one? Well, I think you kind of covered it a little bit, but pretty much what she said, the faster you get off book, oh, yeah, the I did. more yeah. you can dive into the role and the director yeah. will talk about it. So It's they, more you can explore your role. They will. And, and the directors do talk about it, too. When somebody has is off book really fast, you'll, you can easily overhear a director saying to somebody else yeah. who's working with them, wow, I can't believe so-and-so is already off book. And like that's leaving a really good impression. That's a really good thing to do. And a lot of times it's not only just the directors who will like comment about it, but a lot of the castmates will be like, Wow, did you know that Jimmy John got off... <laughs> I don't know why I say Jimmy, Jimmy John. Got off his book so fast. Like, that's something people will notice. And it's very obvious. And even when you do actually perform in front of people, you, like, a lot of times you can tell which people are more prepared. 
like the audience can tell who who was more prepared first. And being off book early makes your other castmates want to get off early as well because then they feel bad compared to you. So it's like a guilt method type yeah. thing. So you're actually helping out by getting off Because you were for Oklahoma like decently quickly and I was like, ah, Rachel's like almost off book. And I was like, so then I like hardcore went Zoom. Yeah, I spent so much time on that Oklahoma script. Oh, I just remembered that Alex... He, like, took forever trying to memorize oh his lines because he didn't care, really. And I was in so many scenes with him, so I was stressing out about him memorizing his lines. So yeah. sometimes I would have, I would tell his lines to him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> don't be that person. Sorry, Alex. We love Sorry, you, but don't be that person. Alex, the boy, not girl. <laughs> he was a boy, not a girl. <laughs> did, you tell him, did you tell them about how he was, like, I think he did. I think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah the text funny. I got from him. Oh my gosh. So that is part one of rehearsals. I think it's pretty, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but it's also, a lot of it has to do with just being mature and professional. Yeah. So we really went deep down with it, but. Oh, I guess we did leave something out. Be quiet (sighs) backstage. Even during rehearsals. Shut up. Like. It's, you don't have to be yelling all the time. Like, if you're going to, like, if you have to, like, talk, try to do it in a low whisper or something. Only talk if you need to. Like, people will go backstage in the wings and whisper, and you can hear everything. Like, yeah. So, like, just, during rehearsals, that is so stressful for a director to hear whispering back Because the there's wings. already so many other problems, and now they can audibly hear so many people talking in the back. And then it's like, are they going to do this during the actual performance? I know yeah. during Newsies... There oh, was, that was a huge issue. It was a massive issue. And it, like I said, this was just during rehearsals, not during the actual performances. But it's nor it's just... You have to get um, in the habit. If, if you, you have to, like, reach out to someone and be like, dude, this isn't... The prop isn't here. That is something that's important. That's you, an emergency. Yeah. But... If you are in the wings backstage, just Be don't. respectful. The directors literally have to do so much for the whole production and are already stressed about... So many things. It's like one simple thing you can do to relieve a lot of their stress. And also, it's bad for people on stage as well because they can hear it. It's distracting. And there's sometimes people are so loud that the people on stage can't hear the music, and that is horrible. That me. happened to me. Why do I feel like that happened? I don't know if that did, but I remember hearing people talk while I was on stage, and I was like, "Can you please be quiet?" Well, and like we said, in order to be a character, you are in a certain mind frame, and you are living with a certain experience. And when you hear people talking backstage... It, it interrupts everything yeah, that you Yeah, it interrupts just, your mind process and it brings you back to... To you. And, and that's not good. Yeah. So just be considerate. It's not just about you. Not everything's about you. <laughs> this is a rough episode. I was going to say that. We're, I was like, we're so aggressive. We're like, do this, but don't do this. If you can tell, we've had experience with these issues and we are telling you now, don't be that person. Oh. We're going to be rough this episode. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But now you know, and if you catch yourself doing this, think back to this episode and I go... Mean, you are human. You are. You don't realize I mean, what... I've talked backstage before and then without thinking about it like yeah and you're like oh i shouldn't yeah. be doing this right now especially if you were like having a conversation and then like you just continue the conversation this is rachel backstage. whirling and aaron clooney on self-awareness okay i had to do that i know I you did know. i know this is why i'm annoying <laughs> you're not annoying i tried to explain this to my mom she's like no you're not annoying i was like 
it's okay, mom. You I've can accepted tell me it. I'm annoying. I was like, I've accepted it. Well, it's okay. Hopefully, these people don't think you're annoying if they're listening. I know. If it's episode 13 and they're still listening, I'm going to assume they don't think either of us are annoying, hopefully. Or they think one Thanks, of us guys. has a good personality and the other one's annoying, but we just won't talk about we that. We know which one's annoying. <clears throat> me. But no, I'd say okay. probably. <laughs> not you. You're the final one. <laughs> okay. So. Huh. I'm, wow, so much talking. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> this is a message, a PSA about self-awareness. Hi, my name is Erin Clooney, and I am sponsored by Nobody. And I'm here to talk to you about self-awareness, because <laughs> of course I would know stuff about this, even though I have extreme focus issues. <laughs> I'm joined here today by my co-host, Rachel Whirling. Who's also here to talk about self-awareness. <laughs> this is no longer a theater podcast. Yep, we it's are changing switching our after album today cover. to self awareness. Buy coffee. Coffee self awareness podcast. Oh, wait, so we're keeping the coffee just by theater? Coffee self awareness <laughs> podcast. Hello, my name is Aaron. Welcome to the coffee <laughs> self awareness <laughs> I don't know why I keep it Welcome to the coffee. <laughs> You're just going to keep it on repeat. <laughs> it's like listening to my ad in the beginning of these episodes. Hi, this hey is guys, Aaron This is Aaron Clooney from the Coffee House Theater Co. podcast. If you haven't heard, yeah, it's like, but I sound way more like alive than that rather than this is Aaron Clooney with self-awareness. <laughs> so that's a gold thing. But yes, so I think we actually, uh, that's about everything we that did we pretty have good for with today. that. Um, is your coffee still amazing? It is really good. I'm, I'm very happy with this coffee. Too bad this place is like 25 minutes away. I know. Cause I don't think I'm ready to like drive this far for coffee all the time but like this is kind of a life-changing coffee yeah i think it's fine i mean because i was like we need to try some like somewhere new that we haven't been so yes so this is this is what we we did and i think it was a good choice my coffee is obviously good yeah mm. Mm. i'm still gonna judge you do you have any other i know do you have any other updates to for them just check out the social media yeah um, we're getting, yeah, things are getting really exciting. It's almost been, okay, so this is the 13th episode. Yeah. It's so funny because there's still only three released right now. <laughs> we are recording in advance. I think we said this already. I know, but, but it's just funny. But like we're recording, so we have stuff to release when she's in college. Since so it hasn't even been a whole week since our first episode. And we are released. on episode 13, so... We've been together so much recently, which isn't rare. Like, yeah, I feel like we're normally like this. So. But like, a, last summer was really bad. Like, Aaron and I were together literally every day, and if we were apart for like more than two days, we started to get like sad. Yeah, we were like, oh my gosh, why am I sad today? And I was like, I'm not. Seen I haven't seen Rachel. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so. as bad this summer because I think we were both a lot more. Even though it's quarantine, we still managed to both be busy. Yeah, we still and, saw each other well, at least. I weekly. went to college, so we had to get used to not seeing each other. All that the time. is true. Actually, that's a very fair point. I did not even think about that. Because so, it's her all senior I, year, we were together every day because we were in yeah. school together, and then that summer we were together the whole entire summer. Yeah. So. And we didn't get sick of each other. So. Best friends. <laughs> so. But now we're back to our normal shenanigans yes. of being together and every I'm about single to leave day. Again. And I'm gonna be sad. I'm like, why am I, why am I sad today? <laughs> I haven't seen Aaron Clooney. Oh God. Yeah, I mean, it, it do be like that, so, but. It's so funny, though, because you guys get to hear, like, we, like, purposely try not to talk about our day until we get to the podcast, so you guys are hearing most of our normal conversations. Yeah, 
Which it's, is, it's tough. So if you think this is like, chaotic. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Aaron. I saw my dog today. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we don't talk about anything. We can't talk about anything too interesting yet. You have to wait till we start Yeah, that's actually recording. How the whole way to get this coffee, it was just like... Well, we were writing a script, so... We were, yeah, so we were writing the script for today because we waited till the last minute. But, yep. <laughs> and, I mean, there are some things that we talk about that we don't talk about on the podcast, but like... That's for the, for the best. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about dogs literally all day, so... <laughs> but for the most part, you guys get to hear our first time seeing each other for the day. And we still manage to have a lot to talk about. I know. We always, yeah, we always be like day. that. I don't know how. <laughs> it's just best friend goals. Best friends. We should do heart necklaces that we sell as merchandise that has like Aaron and Rachel instead of like BFF or whatever oh because we're just at the epitome. The farmer and are you gonna should be are, so, are you gonna do um, a cover? Because we talked about this. Yeah. So bonus episodes. So if you are a uh, a patron or you do like anchor supporting for us, you will get access to extra little behind the scenes slash bonus episodes slash bloopers, fun little things. And covers. And we're thinking now we're going to do covers. So we're going to do covers from the musicals we've reviewed. So not like everyone, not yes. every single one, but like... We'll do if songs that we like. Yeah, or if there's one that's like requested by a lot of people. Yeah, so if then... you want to hear either me or Aaron sing a song, hit us up and just keep in mind that Aaron's a belter and I'm a head voice, so... But I'm willing to try some head voice stuff. And I'm willing to try some belting as long as it's not... Because now I'm an opera girl. She's an opera singer. Wow. But I'm really not. I'm very terrible. (laughs) Also kind of sucky at belting, so... So, actually, maybe we'll just stick to our normal... Maybe. (laughs) Can I have a quiet night at home? Yeah, didn't you say that was a belting one, though? Yes, but I didn't know since, like, that was the one that you did. Oh, no, you can do that one. Yes! I liked that one, but it wasn't my favorite of the soundtrack, so... Oh, She's been jamming to that one. Bear pop opera. Every time you say all my friends are gone, all I can think of is that dinosaur meme where the dinosaur goes, all my friends are dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That's all I can so, think about. We'll be all doing... my friends are gone, the dinosaur, all my friends all are dead. All my friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag dinosaur life. I'm pretty sure there's a book. Hashtag called... comment. Hashtag Earth by. <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure there's a book about that called All My Friends Are Dead. The meme that I'm thinking of. I'm pretty sure it's a book. Oh, really? Yeah. So, we will be doing that. We'll be doing covers. So, But you only get to hear it if you donate. Yes. And you don't even. It's not even that much. It's really not. With what? There are, it depends if you go on Patreon, because that can be as $5 a month or $10 a month. But if you go through Anchor Support, it's like... I think you can even donate as little as 99 cents a month. Yeah. And I'm even, pretty sure. And even that 99 cents a month helps a lot. So, yeah. obviously, We'd appreciate we it. have some so... finances that we have to cover to get through all of this. Right now, we're paying out of pocket, which is fine because we very much enjoy this. Yes. But it stacks up pretty quickly. So, we'd appreciate it. We'd really appreciate it. But thank you again thank for listening. You for everything. Even if you can't be a Patreon, we still... A patron. Wow. I keep doing that. Even if you can't be a patron, we still appreciate you listening. So, thank yes. you so much. So, yeah. And I that is all that we have that for today. That was episode 13. So, we will see you next week for episode 14. Yes. Bye. Bye.